Yeah. So May 4th, 2021. And yeah. So I started this conversation tizzied out because I was just like processing all these feelings. I just couldn't sleep anymore. And I was just like over the moon, just frustrated, right? Like so frustrated that I just couldn't sleep in the bed anymore. Cause it was like, I just need to be awake and doing something because I'm just like spilling over. Like, just like, I'm just like so done. Like I'm done being the person doing the laundry. I'm done being the person like making the food and doing like everything. Right. It's like, it's like, I just feel like I, I can see very clearly that I'm doing too much. Right. Especially for my spirit and like who I am, but it's like, Thankfully, I'm going to be accessing some of the cleaning stuff. Thankfully, I'm going to be accessing like maybe some of the tutoring stuff, right? But at the same time, it's like they still can't, they can't do what, like we can only afford so much, right? Like, so it's like, okay, like they can help with some so I can feel that support, right? Like I can feel that support same way that like maybe once every once in a while we'll go out and have takeout. So that I at least have that sense of like, oh, I don't need to make every single meal, right? Like, that's okay. Like, or, or you know, I'll get that sense from the cleaning to like, to be like, oh, okay, I don't need to clean every single thing all day, every time, right? Like, that's okay. That's okay. Um, and then there's like these other things, right? And so it's like, thankfully, I was able to have a conversation yesterday to get clear about these feelings that I have because... Because otherwise it will explode. It'll explode into some little volcano thing and there'll be like fire breathing dragon stuff going on about all this blame stuff. When really it's not even about the blame stuff. It's like, I know I have a lot to process with me and Heavenly Father. I have a lot to process with me and myself. Like, I know that a lot of it has to do with like, hey, Heavenly Father and Heavenly Mother, they just are who they are, right? They are who they are for each other, for their children like that's just kind of like the deal of being this leader person like that's just a part of being a leader sometimes is being this person that that gets a lot like that is the person that cares the most that loves the most that serves the most right like it just that that is kind of what it is right <laughs> like that's kind of like what I'm trying to process is like oh like this is what it is, right? <laughs> like, like that's the, like, that's the thing. It's like, I'm in this transition mode from childhood to adulthood. And it's like, I'm almost, I'm breaking on this 32 age and I'm starting to realize like, this is what it looks like to not be a child anymore, to actually do this adulting thing. So it's like, okay. Yeah. Like I can understand that intellectually still though. I still feel like a 12 year old, right? Like, and I'm still kind of fighting for it a little bit. I just like, but I still feel like there's so much in my life that I have have yet to have still fully embraced and, and got the opportunity to live, right? And, and I'm still learning what that might look like for me moving forward. Thankfully, I have like this little baby girl that's like two that just turned two. And so I have like 10 more years of this glorious like core and love of learning type of life, right? Where we get, we can rectify this together, right? Um, and, and, you know, thankfully I have also have these 10 years, not only to do my core and level learning, like with her, you know, for 12 hours a day at a time, like I can also use my personal time to also then be delving into all that scholar phase, glorious stuff. Right. 
And so like, you know what? When I look at it like that, I'm like, I have a beautiful life. I just do. I have this beautiful life where it's like, hey, yes, I might have a lot of dishes to do. Yes, I might have a lot of laundry to do. Yes, I might have a lot of floors and like, and then everything else like on top of that, right? And at the same time, it's like, but isn't that lovely that that's kind of the simplicity of my life as well? It's like, isn't that lovely that I'm not being asked to do anything more on top of that, right? Like, what if I could just like switch around some of my thinking pattern to just be like, well, like, how could I just be so grateful that that I don't need to be doing that on top of so many other stresses that I'm sure there's a lot of people that stress out about, whether it's stresses to do with their health, right? Like health issue stuff. Like I get to do those things free of chronic pain, right? Like clearly that is something to be celebrating, right? Absolutely over the top, over the moon. I love that. I love that my body performs consistently for me pretty much all the time. Like ever since November when I started switching up some things and I was like, yeah, I'm done with inflammation in my body. I just want to eradicate it and I just want to move forward with my life and just do my life and and just actually feel like the bright futures that I have, the goals that I have, they're actually going to happen because I'm not constantly being discouraged by the distractions of, of chronic pain type of stuff, right? It's like, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm ready to be done with that. So that's really nice, right? That's been really nice for me to be like, yep, yep, this is, this is just fine. Then this is just a part of how I exist, right? So like, that's amazing. I love that amongst my, my challenge to like, find my good attitude about the dishwashing, find my good attitude about the laundry. I can be like, yep, that makes so much sense. Let us just do that. So then, yeah, like I am grateful that I get to have like the least amount of chronic pain thing version of the dishwashing and the laundry thing. Great. And then if I move into the spiritual, it's like, well, how can I complain either there? Because I really do have this soaking wet, immersed kind of an experience with me and my Heavenly Father, my Heavenly Mother, Jesus Christ. Like, I just feel like we're all, we're all there. Like, Holy Ghost. Like, like, and I just want to be even more available for that, for that part of my life. To just be even more present, even more willing to like look at what whatever they're, they're asking me to do, like whatever they're assigning me to do, whatever they're just like trying to delegate and spread out the love of their process of what they're doing to try and reach all of their children. I, I do. I really want to get to a place where I can be so genuine to be ready to do that. No problem. You know, I can say, hey, you've asked me to minister to these people. Sweet. I'm already there. Right. Like you've asked me to do this. Sweet. I'm like totally game for that, right? And and I'm learning what does that look like for me, right? It could be easy for me to just be like, oh, well, I'm just going to put everything aside and I'm just going to go run and go to these ministering houses of people that I'm assigned to, right? Or I could be like, but honestly though, like where do I need to start because I am who I am, where I am in my life today, right? So then when I go there, it's like, well, yeah, I need to start on a daily basis with Heavenly Father Heavenly Mother, Jesus Christ, like, Holy Ghost, like, we need to be having our family council, like, every day, just me and them, like, having just, like, one-on-one, nice conversation, interview style, and also just, like, enjoying one another. Like, I've been really happy lately to incorporate into my existence with them, because recently, 
Like in the past, it was mostly like I only interact with them in prayer, right? That's kind of just all it is. It's through prayer. It's it's just very serious, structural, those kinds of things. Lately, though, I've been really enjoying inviting them into my yoga life. Right? Like I do my yoga thing, that's my fun, and it's been really nice to invite them into my meditations to be like, yeah, family is about wholesome recreational activity too, so like totally, I'm so glad for them to be a part of this with me, like let's do it together, like let's have a family yoga time, right? Like that's kind of how I see those, those interactions when I invite images of them in my gospel meditation art time, like it's like, yeah. Like this is, this is all part of this, right? I just love, I love that aspect of what I'm doing with that right now. Like it's so much fun. And, and I really also do love like the, you know, script family scripture time that I have with them. Like every other morning, I'll just hunker down and be like, open the scriptures. Let's just do this. You know, this is my will building activity. I recognize it's not like my top notch first thing that I would be doing all the time. But like when I do get into though it though, like the more I get into it, I actually really love it. You know, sometimes I have to be peeled away from it because I'm on it for like four hours, right? Like on, you know, trying to read like another verse or another chapter or whatever, right? And I'm like, oh, I just love those days. Like I love those days when I can just be immersed and I can just soak it all in and eat it up like a feast. I love it. Like I actually do. So there's that aspect, right? It's like I could be doing the dishes and laundry. And I could do it without any connection with those those amazing people in my life that are part of my family tree, right? Like from the very beginning of time, right? I could be doing those things without any knowledge of them, but I'm not, right? Like I actually do know that they're there. And I know they're with me and they're supporting me and they're cheering me on. And they're saying, I'm so glad you're taking the time to do your chores, right? Like in the same way, I'm so glad when my kids are doing their chores, like I actually am, I notice every time. It's like they do something, I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you for doing that for me, right? Thank you for doing your part, right? Like with what you can do, right? And I'm just so deeply grateful that they're willing to try, right? It might not be fun for them. A lot of the time it's not at all, right? It's like, it's actually the last thing they wanna be doing but they have a willingness to want to. And, and I'm just so glad when they are, they have that willingness to try um, because it is a need and, and nobody else, I'm not asking anyone else to do it. I'm actually specifically asking them to do it. So that's like, you know, that speaks volumes to me. You know, when I can just do the dishes, I can just do the laundry and just call it fine, right? Like, and, and not be constantly griping about it every moment <laughs> as I'm doing it. Like, that's good, right? And then there's the intellectual side where I have all these blessings, right? I actually do. Like I am, you know, like I feel funny saying like, I'm a genius, right? Like, or like I am a brainiac or I'm like bright, right? Um, but at the same time, I was like, this is my podcast. This is my personal history podcast. Why can't I brag about myself, right? It's like, yeah, but honestly, like I, I love intellectual stuff a lot, like a lot, right? You know, to the point where I actually really loved school. Like, it was like I was so excited for the day I could get assigned homework, right? Like, and that was me as a grade oneer, right? I was a grade one and I was watching my older sibling, like, however many years down the road, five years or so. And I'd watch and she would get these assignments and so she had to do them, right? And I would look at that and be like, oh, I just can't wait. I can't wait till I have a teacher that trusts me enough to want to give me assignments. 
and that I can do them and show her that I did it and feel that moment of like them feeling proud of me and me feeling proud of me and I could just see it I was just so hungry and ready for it like five years in advance right and you know I really did I really actually just loved learning so much and like you know just getting to challenge myself in so many different ways and just getting introduced to different things like all throughout the day I really enjoyed it right like I actually did um and you know like there's been a for sure different hiccups right along the journey whether it's the hiccups of feeling like you know there was a lot of times that when I was being taught things that I just really didn't love how the teachers that were teaching things I felt like they had to reserve themselves from actually sharing their human spirit feelings about the things that they were teaching. It's like they felt like they had to say it as a textbook and they just couldn't have permission to actually share their personal bias. Whereas I actually wanted to hear their personal bias. You know, I wanted them to be able to say, this is what is. And just so you're aware, this is my feelings about this. And this is what I think about this. You can take whatever knowledge you need to take from the objective perspective. And I also want feel like it's so critical that I share with you my heart feelings about this topic, right? I always wanted them to say that because I needed to know the human part of all of this intellectual stuff. Whereas the system that I was in, I recognized that, that the teachers felt blocked from doing that and I hated that. I hated it so badly. I was like, I don't want to be encouraging a system that doesn't give permission for people to just be people and, and makes them feel like that's not allowed, that that's not politically correct, that that's not um, supportive to, you know, giving people the, the right to their own, you know, like decision-making, choice-making perspective, like you can't just give someone your bias kind of thing because they're so easily influenced, da, 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 da. But honestly though, like how else do we share some of the most deepest parts of us, right? Like artists are allowed to just share, right, openly. Like illustrators are, like how come art people have artistic license but yet there isn't really a freedom of expression from like a teacher to her student or a mentor to their mentee person, you know, like like in a public situation, right? Like I just like, I'm a little bit miffed about that part, right? That I'm just like, I could have benefited so much more, right? Like I might've, I might've been able to grow this much, but I felt like there was so much of that lack there that I really yearned for. And I know that there was a place for that, right? I think the teachers and the system just expected that 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 was the job of the parents, that was the job of the family to to add in those aspects, right? And that they, they really were very specific about very clearly setting those boundaries and limits so that they weren't stepping over anybody else's toes, right? Because I'm sure that there were people out there that, that fought for their privacy as a family to be able to be the ones that introduced certain topics and their feelings about whatever and everything, right? And so I, I get that from that perspective and as this like lonely child traveling along that didn't have those like supports in the family space, I really wanted to have somebody else to just like say things and teach me why it was important to actually be polite and nice and those kinds of things and have those heart to heart experiences to actually just take the time to teach me the most important lessons that I needed to learn as a young person, right? that I didn't really get to learn yet 
until, you know, later on in life when I just kind of happened to find it, you know, like at a time in my life when it was like absolutely critical as a teenager, right? Like where I was just at a turning point and I really needed to get honest with what, what actually is the way for people to get to this place of happiness in any shape or form, right? Like whether it's short-term happiness or long-term happiness, like what is this? Like I did like a hardcore study of happiness for a good year, it felt like. And well, it wasn't really a year. It was probably like a few months. Like, I don't know how long it was. <laughs> it wasn't a full year, but you know, it was like almost a year, right? Like, because that was the year that I like lost a bunch of friends. And then I was like in a soul searching mode for months. And then I decided to like, you know, enter into a promise to be able to be connected and connected with my heavenly father and mother with even more like depth. And I wanted that, you know, I wanted that because that was a very clear idea for me of like, that's a path that I feel like will give me the, the level of precision that I actually want in my life for consistent results in this direction, in a light giving and light receiving kind of a life, right? I just wanted that deeply and I wanted that more than anything else. So yeah, I was like, sweet, give me the promise. Like I will, I will get baptized. Like I'll get the Holy Ghost, like sweet, whatever I need to do so that I can make sure this is for sure a part of my life for the rest of my life. And I don't have to do this go back again. Like I'm, I'm kind of a cold turkey kind of a person. Like I really appreciate things that just support me so I can just make the decision and move forward. Right? So I really love that. Um, and anyways, it's funny how it's just like that all started because I was just talking about how grateful I am that I actually have this like amazing hunger for learning. Like I do though, you know, like, like I just actually do, you know, whether it was it like, just natural because of my upbringing because I had two immigrant parents so it became really clear really fast that education meant my survival right like the more educated I could get the more um, brighter my future could look right it was just absolutely crystal clear right so then it was like well yeah that makes total sense to me like I will for sure take the time to become as educated as I can possibly become because from a temporal self-reliance level, like just from a physical business kind of a level, like that made absolute sense. It was like, sweet, yeah, like of course, you know, like whatever I'm gonna want in my life, of course there's gonna be some aspect of it that's gonna need some kind of money, resource, financial support to make those things happen. Like it just computed to me logically. I was like, yeah, like I can get that. Like that's totally fine to me. So I can like, you know, get into this mode to expect that that's gonna be a part of my life at some point you know, down the line, like there's no avoiding that. Like that was just always something very clear to me moving forward. And so because that was so clear to me, I was like, yeah, I can do that. Like, yeah, I can do that. Um, so then it was like intellectual stuff had a direct correlation with like, you know, money, success, business, and those kinds of things in my life, which made a lot of sense to me at that time. Right. So I was like, okay, sweet. Um, so, so it made a lot of sense to me to just, spend as much time as possible learning, right? Like spend as much time as possible learning anything that I could possibly learn whenever I could possibly learn it, right? So, you know, as this nine-year-old, I remember like, you know, I, I used to be this person that like, I still kind of am, like that was like a crybaby often. 
and I, I remember this moment when I was having my crybaby moment when I was like nine. I was looking at this poster, just kind of gazing at it on my wall. And it just like dawned on me because up until that point, it just was like this perspective that I kind of have had inside of me this idea like, oh, I just can't wait till I get my three wishes for my genie. I can't wait for the day that my genie just shows up and asks me, what are my three wishes? Because I am so excited to just wish for those things, right? And... And then when I was nine, it just kind of dawned on me. I was like, I kind of am starting to get the feeling that genies aren't real, right? Like starting to get the feeling that I need to do something differently if I want something different, right? Like I need to do something to choose and make the life that I actually want. Like I can't just wait for somebody to grab my wishes. I actually need to be doing something to be going in the direction of those wishes if I have them, right? So that was kind of a big eye-opener moment to me to be like, oh. And it was just kind of this sinking kind of feeling. Like, I don't know if I could say that it was empowering or if it was like exciting or inspiring. I know for sure it was this sinking feeling, like the, the, like kind of this coming into myself, like seeing clearly, being able to just like, Almost like that moment that they talk about where it's like Adam and Eve are in the Garden of Eden and then suddenly they just like eat of the fruit and it's like they're, they're not innocent anymore. They're able to see good and evil, right and wrong. Like they're able to just start to see in those clear ways. And so that was really fascinating for me to just have that moment and have it be such a distinct moment for me. Like, and, and then from there on, it was like I was able to move forward and be like, okay, like this is this is what the rest of my life will be like. You know, if I'm wanting something, I need to be very clear. I want this and this is what I need to do so I can get to that, right? So I was like, yeah. Yeah, like okay. Like I can I can see that that's a thing and I can digest that and move forward with that, right? So then so then that was like 3 years before another big milestone moment, right? In my learning journey kind of a life where like I was having, well, also around this nine-year-old age, it was, it was this journey that I was on where like I was transitioning one, like there was a few things that happened that year, right? Like one of them was one of my parents was mentally ill. So they needed to live in a hospital for a little while. Right. And then along that time I was with other relatives that allowed us to go to their house for sleepovers during the weekends. So we could at least have some kind of bonding family connection time on the weekends when we weren't like in school throughout the days through the week, right? And that was like my tr most treasured childhood memories, like actually, right? Because every weekend it was like we were enrolled in all of these fun things, right? Like just like keeping us busy, you know? At the time, I never thought anything of it. I just thought, oh, hey, we just get to hang out with our cousins and we get to go out for breakfast in the mornings. We get to go and take these lessons like karate stuff or skiing or hiking. We get to get, get math tutoring done. We get to do our homework together. We get to like, you know, learn different skills. Like, and I had like every time when I wasn't doing any of that stuff, then my, my family member would be like, hey, do you want to learn multiplication? Do you want to learn division? Do you want to like do this book report? Do you want to learn how to like type on the computer? And like, do you want to learn how to play piano? Like she would just be all the time, just like, you know, not all the time, but it was like she always noticed the moment when I had this gap of like being bored and and then she would just approach and be like hey what about this and and I just really appreciated that a lot 
you know, because I was kind of a lost soul kind of a person. I had no idea how to orient myself to, to just like be interested in things. Like it was like I needed that nudge of her idea ability to be like, oh, what about this, right? And so I was so glad for it, right? So that really helped me feel like, oh, this is a person that that has ideas, that cares about my life and is ready and open to just have these moments with me, right? And so I really love that, like beyond love that. Um, And that just makes me so happy, right? Like it just actually does. Um, And... And also, like, as an interjection, like, I feel like one of my children has that person in their life, and I'm just so excited to create this barter ability because I already am doing this thing to serve that person, right? And, and like, I can totally make it happen, right? Where, where my child can get mentored by them more frequently, more often, and at a longer time, quite possibly, because it can just, like, be this back and forth exchange and I'm just so excited for that option, right? Like I'm just so excited that I can open that up as a thing. So that makes me really excited and happy. Um, and I'm just, I'm just really glad, you know, like I'm just really glad to just have some peace about those things. Um, and oh yeah, my journey. So then anyways, like I was a nine year old person and then like a few years later, the same person comes and talks to me like a family member that was like teaching me all these things. And she's like, hey, do you know about this volunteer opportunity? Like you can go into the parks and like, you know, you can go and play with the kids and teach them things and whatever. And, you know, it like that starts as a volunteer thing. But in a couple of years, then you can get paid doing that thing. Like, do you know about that? Like, what do you think? Like, I think you should like try it. And, and it was kind of one of those moments like, oh, me? Like, I don't know about that, right? Like, I was kind of like, I'm kind of shy. Like, I'm kind of not really up for that. Um, but because it was that person that I had already developed a relationship with, it became kind of a no-brainer to be like, I should at least try it, right? Because I really love them, and I believe that whatever they say is a good idea. Like, actually, legitimately. I really trust their judgment, and if they see that this is a good idea, like I'm happy to try it, right? And so it's like, okay, like I feel like that was so pivotal to me, you know, like because it was, right? Like if I didn't ever get to do those volunteer opportunities for the next like six years of my life, seven years, um, I would have been a totally different person. I just would have, right? Because it's through those volunteering years for the next three years, that then got me addicted to just find other groups to volunteer with, right? And just like living this volunteerism kind of life. And and then like, and then to get the job that I was wanting, like that just turned out to actually be the best paying job that anybody my age could be getting paid. Like it just, it was like all, everything was the best about that situation. And I was like, um, yes, I love this. Like I love everything about this, right? And, you know, and then that, like, made it so that by the time I got of age, like, to finish high school and stuff, yes, I was a little miffed because, like, you know, I worked so hard to get to this diploma, like, thing, right? And, yes, you know, I know that everybody worked it up and they said, hey, you need this diploma so then you can get into the next school thing, right? Or you need this diploma so that when you move forward with life, you can, like, say it's on your resume and then move on to, like, find other work and things like that, right? And at the same time, 
time, it was like, I don't know, maybe this is super self-entitled of me, but I really just kind of felt like it was a piece of trash for me. <laughs> because like, I worked so hard for that thing. And then by the time I got it, I was like, I can't believe this was it, right? Like, this is all that I got from this? Like, I could have just not, right? Like, I could have actually just not. Like, I'm not totally okay that I did all this for a certain title behind my name or I did all this for a certain paper, right? Like, if I'm gonna do this again, I need to actually really genuinely, really enjoy the journey, like, right? Cause like, there was a certain time when I actually like enjoyed the journey, right? Maybe between the age, like, okay, well, I, I can't really say that. Cause like, actually, you know, between those ages of 12 to 18, that was also the age that I worked my tail off just to get like the bilingual certificate, right? Like that was really what I was working on. And then the diploma thing was actually just like a byproduct. It was like, I don't even care about the diploma. I just want the bilingual certificate, right? So really, maybe I could find a little bit of gratitude to be like, actually, maybe those years were worthwhile because I actually did want to get my bilingual certificate. That was something that I did want to feel proud about and be like, yeah, I got it, right? I did. So that was something I did want to do, right? And so if the diploma thing was there as a byproduct, whatever, right? Like. It, it just was, it was there. Um, but I just wanted that bilingual certificate for sure. Cause that was something that was, to me at the time, it just felt so prestigious. It felt like this symbol of like utmost, like I don't think anybody else will know what this is, right? Like, or will even be able to grasp what this is, right? And, and, and it was meaningful to me, like, you know, I'm sure it's still hanging out in one of my boxes just because I was like, no way siree am I like forgetting that I did this, right? Um, so yeah, that was a good symbol to me of like so much hard work, like so much sweat and tears, like just to figure out that language, right? Oh, that French language. So anyways, um, yeah, so as I talk about intellect, like that's where I got a journey to. And then by the time I was 18, I just kind of like, I just burnt out like completely where I was like, yeah, I'm just going to flop and I'm just going to kind of fly for like a year so I can just have a little bit of space and grace for me to breathe because like that last year was brutal, just like absolutely brutal. Like I just felt like a stress ball all the time that year and I was like just so not, not ready to do that kind of a life where it was like so many tests, so much pressure, so much weight and responsibility and all of that stuff. And I was like, I just need a break. Like, I, I know that this is kind of a year that where people kind of just pick up and travel or pick up and, you know, just do their, go straight into school or whatever they choose to do. But like, for me, I just need to like relax. Like, um, but also I was going to go to like BYU. Like I was like, oh yeah, like that's totally a great idea. I could just go and do that. Right. If I can, I would love to, but I got that prompting to be like, well, actually, what if you could just stay home to, and just be with your parents as much as possible and just like actually have a relationship with them before you go? Um, because you're going to go anyways, right? Like why not just like take time to have a year and get to know them some more, right? Like just get to know them some more so you can just have that for sure before you leave. And so then that was my priority. But along the way, it was like, oh yeah, well, it makes sense for me to also be doing all the institute classes that I can and be taking religion, you know, as many hours as I can throughout the day 
and then also be to be carving out the time that I can to do nannying and to do like my other like recreational leader job stuff and so that was like pretty lovely I really enjoyed that life for a while like I could just do that over and over again for a while and I was just super happy with it like it was such a balanced life for me because literally I'd like wake up at four every day and study until eight and I'd just be writing my journal and I'd be studying these like verses and and I just loved it right and then I'd go to like an institute class at like nine or something like that or 10 or 11 or 12 or whatever and then I'd spend the day like just taking institute classes and then later on I would do like after school programs and then and then I'd go to like other like firesides or whatever and evening classes and then I would go home right and I would just spend time with my parents and then I would do it all over again you know and then other days like I would like wake up early, do my study thing, do swimming and running or something like that. Um, and then I would go and do the nannying thing like all day or whatever, right? And and then I would go and do the after school programs and then I would go to institute classes and then I would go home and spend time with my parents and stuff. And you know, like that, or, or like I would do like morning study time. Sometimes I would do like, oh yeah, I would do like an FHE thing at like 8 a.m. when it was like a weekend. And then, and then every so often, like, I'd bring my mom to, like, the church things that I was going to, like, different, like, potluck things, or I would, like, you know, or, like, we would go and have discussions with missionaries, and they would come over, and, like, it was just this glorious kind of a life. Like, I just loved that year. That was one of the most memorable years. It was the year that I did that with my family. That was, like, the most packed, concentrated family time that I'd ever had in my whole life with them, right? And then it was like, oh, hey, um, let's go to church. And like, it was such a sweet moment, right? Where I was deciding between, am I just going to do Chinese church with my mom? Like, you know, because there's a Chinese branch that started. Or am I going to do like single adult, like church as well or both or whatever? Like, what am I going to do about that? And it just got to a point where I was like, no, I feel like I need to do both because I want to get ready to be a sister missionary anyways. So it doesn't make sense for me to just be like, oh, I just need one and I'll be good. It's like, no, actually, I want to get, I want to get ready so I can do two, right? So then I was doing the two. And then as I did that, I was able to go to that meeting in the YSA when I was sitting in the bench and then my husband, my future husband, comes and sits in front of me and, you know, and then we have our journey, right? And so it's like, it was really fascinating because around the time that I met him and like, you know, six months later specifically, he, he came into my life after I had gone to a retreat or gone to like a face-to-face conference type of thing just to teach people about this whole idea about like leadership education and what does it mean to really own our personal development for our lives, right? And what does that look like long-term, short-term, like all of this kind of stuff at all the different phases of learning. And I was like, um, I love this. Like, I love this. Like, it gave me that, what I was looking for, right? All of the, the feelings that I felt like I was lost about, about getting this diploma and then just saying I'm done. I was like, but no, like, I don't believe that I'm done, right? Like, I don't actually don't want to be getting this diploma because I want to have this feeling like I'm not done and I'm not ever gonna be done, right? Like, and I want to feel encouraged throughout my whole life. I don't want to just be done at, at this age, right? I, I feel like there's something else out there for me to be always learning and constantly in this path 
of continued education kind of stuff, right? And so it was like, once I found this, I was like, this is what it means to have continued education throughout my whole life. From the time a person is born all the way through all the phases of their life, through their journey, through, you know, like childhood, toddlerhood, um, tweenhood, teenhood, like um, young adulthood, like full-blown adulthood, like, and grandparent phase, like all of that, like married phase, everything, right? And I just loved this system and I loved learning about the intricacies of it and, and where it came from, all the intricacies of every part of it. And then I met my husband, you know, like I'm dating him and I tell him like, you have to read this book, right? Like, and he's like, okay, and he starts reading it, and then he goes to the conference and then we just like, we're just like on the same page about this kind of stuff, right? And I'm just so glad that we are. Um, and, and then we move forward with our lives, right? And so that's like what I'm saying here, right? It's like, I do the dishes and I do the laundry and I might get tissied out because I'm like, how many times do I need to do this? Like, I just like so fed up with the monotony of it, right? And at the same time, it's like, but honestly though, like I can be so grateful that I can learn while I'm doing it, right? Like clearly, like I could put on an audio, I can like ponder on things and allow that to be my ponder time, my learning time, so that I can actually be like, but what if this is actually my date time? You know, what if this is actually my date time to be grateful that my body can work and, and maybe even have some revelations and spiritual promptings from Heavenly Father time? Like, what if this is my time that I can actually be learning other things too? You know, like what if this is actually a beautiful part of my life that maybe I shouldn't be complaining so much that I have to do, right? Maybe I could be embracing the fact that I get to do it and I, and I have enough free time in my life to even just do laundry and just do laundry, like just do laundry and just do dishes, right? Like I know what it's like for me when I like quote unquote go on vacation, you know, and I'm away for two weeks or three weeks, I yearn to be doing the dishes. I yearn to be doing the laundry, right? I yearn for those like in-between chore, like regular life, chore life kind of stuff because that's kind of a symbol to me of like, hey, this means I'm wealthy enough, you know, I'm wealthy enough in my physical body to actually do these jobs, right? I'm well enough spiritually that I have any like energy and effort within me to be like, oh, hey, like, what if I could just take care of myself that way, right? Like, like emotionally, I'm well enough to do that. Like, and intellectually, like, I know I'm smart, right? Like, I know I'm, I can learn things and, and do like high level things, right? And yet here I am learning how to will build myself to do the dishes with like a good attitude, do the laundry with a good attitude, right? And and just allow for that to be a thing, to become a thing for me, right? Rather than just doing things with so much anger and frustration and drudgery because I'm like fed up with it, but like what if I could just like embrace it with this perspective of like, you know what? This is a blessing, you know? Like this is a blessing. This is a symbol of love and blessing in my life, that my life is well enough off, that like my biggest stress is dishes and laundry, right? Like, come on, right? Like, please, let's just look at this from this kind of perspective for just a little bit, right? So then it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. 
And then there's the social aspect to be like, okay, well, like, awesome. You know, the dishes help me to have a social life. You know, the laundry does too, right? Like, when I do the dishes, that creates this bright future that, hey, I get to spend time with my family, you know, eating together. You know, when I do the laundry, that means, hey, we get to go out and spend time finding fun things and having adventures and exploring and ministering to people and just having this amazing community kind of a life. So it's like, seriously, like when I just get down to the brinks of like my ownership of this, it's like, honestly though, like it is a blessing. So like, how can I just call it like it is? Like there's some people in my life where I learn about them and they're like these mentor type people and they call them blessings, home blessings. They don't call them chores, jobs or anything. They say, this is my home blessing. This is my house blessing, you know, like, and I'm just like, oh my goodness, I love that. 